All right, all right, all right. How are you doing today, Ruth Ann? I am doing well. Before we get started, I wanted to uh, real quick mention everything we're doing over the next month or two. We've got the Fort Lauderdale, Florida Truck Show coming up um, in February. I believe that's the third weekend of February, Ruth Ann? Like around the 22nd, 23rd? Yes. Yeah, it's right there. Anyways, everybody, uh, if you are wanting to come to the Florida Truck Show, this is a great excuse to get out of the cold. Come on down and hang out with Talk CDL. We're going to be there. And this is the second annual truck show, I believe, in Florida. These people that are putting it on, they have a truck show that's in Houston, and they also have a California truck show, and Mm -hmm. they do a great job. They're very good people. And so if you got a chance, stop in to Fort Lauderdale in February. Also, Matt's, the upcoming Louisville Gigantic Truck Show. We're going to be there also, Ruth Ann. You know our, our booth? It's like 66105 or something like that? Yes. So look at that. I remember numbers. Um, we no have... Uh, what's that? Nothing. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to mention, um, we're giving out free tickets, but they're not just any free ticket. We have... Uh, well, well, they're getting down. We're starting to get down to where we don't have a million left, but we have a bunch left. They're VIP tickets. They're actually valued at around a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and it doesn't only get you into the show; it gets you in to see like the concerts and everything that's going on that week. So, if you are interested in coming to the Louisville Truck Show as a Talk CDL guest, free of charge, write to Ruth Ann at Talk CDL or Troy at Talk CDL, or get a hold of us on our Facebook page or whatever and ask for the tickets and Ruth Ann will provide you a link that you can just go ahead and download the free VIP tickets. Ruth Ann, do you have anything else to add to that? No, you did an excellent job there. All right. Wow. Cool. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to start out and I never do, but you know what? I just want to mention there was this big convoy planned to go down and protest, you know, the uh, border area. And I think it was planned in like three different places. And I just read about the border. And unfortunately, the convoy did not really come together like they thought it would. There was still like an event. I seen a bunch of like a convoy, like where it was a bunch of Correct. trucks, but it probably wasn't as big as they expected. Well, they expected seven up to seven hundred thousand wow. vehicles, but they only got I think a couple hundred. So oh. yeah, I mean, and you know, I was thinking though, if I, if I was back on the road, and I would imagine that usually your convoys like that are going to mainly consist of owner operators, right? people that 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 can take a tractor without it being under company time. Right. If you're like a J.B. Hunt truck driver, you're not just going to voluntarily go 2,000 miles out of your way to, you know, go to a protest. Um, So with that being said, if you're an owner, you know, most likely, you know, first off, I don't see 700,000 truckers finding freight to get down there. So it would be on their own dime, a lot of them. And, you know, even though there's freight coming out of like Laredo and stuff, you're not going to get hundreds of thousands of people getting loads, you know, to get out of there. So would have cost 
the average guy quite a bit. I'm not saying that people shouldn't protest. I'm just saying I understand why a lot didn't show up. And it's really the cost. I mean, you got a family to feed. Times are tough right now. And then, you know, you want to, and people want to get a rally together and, you know, go protest. And don't get me wrong, sacrifices have to be made. But all I'm saying is it's tough for some people right now. Well, you, you have to remember, I mean, certain companies, especially your larger ones, might be saying, hey, you know, this is your company vehicle. You cannot use it for certain things or you can get fired. So there might be some of those circumstances where, you know, especially with certain companies, certain CEOs, they might be really not wanting these drivers to um, participate in a convoy of any kind of demonstration like that, aside from like maybe wreaths across America or something that's more for the, um, I don't know, more for the, for the showing the greatness of the company or the support of the company that way the versus positive side. Right. They don't want to have any negative type of, um, advertising or any kind of publicity that shows them in a negative way, whether it's for something good or not in the, the whole general idea of what the convoy or a protest was for, they don't want to see a support or have them being looked at as supporting something that is not really a, a good thing. Well, I don't know. You actually bring up a good point. And I mean, a very good point. I didn't even think of this, but if you lease, even if it's your truck and you lease on to another carrier or a broker or whatever you're leased on to, you bear the name of that company on the mm -hmm. side of your truck. Mm -hmm. And so when you're, when you're signing up and you're signing a contract, even as an owner operator, I guarantee you there's clause in there that you have to represent professionally. Right. So therefore to, um, be at a protest, like you're saying, some kind of a rally. Not that it's not for, it's, I think it's a good cause, obviously border protection. I a hundred percent agree in, in our borders need to be protected, but still if it could turn in, you know, that stuff can turn into mm -hmm. fighting and arguing and all other good stuff. Right. And next thing you know, um, something can happen where, you know, damage can be occurred or, um, Someone can get hurt or just, but yeah, exactly. And like you said earlier, if you have, for example, I'm an owner operator and I've got a, a, uh, I'll use JB hunt again. Okay. I have a JB hunt DOT number on the side of my truck and a D and a JB hunt logo on the side of my truck. But I decide to go now participate in something that could turn into, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know, high, high anxiety, fighting, rioting, whatever the case. I'm not saying protesting is going to turn into that all the time. I'm just saying that you risk you risk being terminated. Right, and you don't want to have something like that. Now, I don't know if you can put, you know, as a, a leased owner like that or something to that effect. I don't know if you can get like a magnet. You know how we have our emblem, a magnet for the side of our vehicle. I don't know if they can get something like that to cover you know, the DOT number of who they're leased to, you know, even if you have your own DOT number, sometimes it, it, I'm sure it gets into some really sticky situations that you have to really watch because you don't want to end up having something marked against you like that. Well, I mean, that's not actually a bad idea. 
get some kind of a magnet covering when you get there because you don't want to travel with a DOT number not being shown because you can get pulled over. But when you get to the actual, you know, protest area, cover up the company's name that you're leased to so you're not involving their name at all. So all I'm saying is that could really be a major clause with some of these guys also. So anyways, I just wanted to mention that the, the protest or the convoy didn't, it just didn't work out. Not a big deal though. I mean, you know, it is what it is. We're not making fun of it. We're just saying it, it was supposed to be a big deal and it turned into not such a big deal. Sorry. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Hey, before we take a break here, I, I just want to mention uh, coming up, you have a list of the top, 20 trucking companies uh, to work for, Mm -hmm. and this is voted by drivers. Yes. Correct? Correct. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that. I haven't seen the list, so I'm kind of going to go at it as a objected, what's the word, objectionary or something like that, with with my kind of no judgment eyes and ears. I'm just going to let you say it and then you know if i agree or not i'm going to i'm going to say you know but uh you I know i think you might be surprised i might be surprised you might okay. be surprised all right so and a couple other things we want to talk about and we will be right back truck parking club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the u.s truck parking club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the u.s via truckparkingclub.com our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform this includes trucking companies storage companies cdl schools trailer leasing companies real estate investors truck parking operators and more go to truckparkingclub.com today if you're a driver looking for a new trucking job check out nci NCI offers the following, new Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Hey drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com and start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. 
with over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. All right, we are back, and I am happy. You know, I I used to, there's a, a show. It's a it's a kid show. It's a, It's got dinosaurs. It's actually a movie, and it's called We're Back. And I absolutely love the song that they play in it. it okay. No, it's not. I'm just laughing because. It's, 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 it's a really upbeat, funny song. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's these dinosaurs and it's We're Back is the name of the, the movie. And it just, every time I hear We're Back, it's, I don't go to the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back thing. I always think of the dinosaur singing, turn back the time. <laughs> All right. I'm a little nutty. <laughs> With that being said, we're back. <laughs> um, you got your, you've got your top twenty. I Let's do. talk about that. I mean, I am actually really curious. Voted by drivers, and so you know, I, I, I would have a bunch of questions pertaining of to how they really come to this, and uh, but you know, we'll we'll leave that for whenever. Okay, well, let me give you a little bit of, of, of some back info on it. The company that held this this voting thing is called Carrier's Edge, and they've done it, I, I believe, the last couple of years, definitely. And um, so this year they did the 2024 Best Fleets to Drive For, um, and you can have both uh, company drivers and independent contractor owner-operators can put in there the way you have to the the only thing that needs to be part of it is it has to be 10 tractors or more in the fleet to be able to qualify for any of these any of these any go ahead i'm gonna hit them (laughs) for any of these um Voting, so you can't vote for them if they have under 10 fleet, 10 in their fleet, 10 tractors. Boy, I'll get that right. So anyways, to be considered, like I said, you have to have at least 10 tractor trailers or more to be nominated, and your owner-operator or your company driver will be doing the nominating of it. They go by a couple of different things, categories that would go for the evaluation. So it would start with... um, Compensation and benefits for the driver, HR strategies, operations, professional development, and work-life balance. So they don't just look at, oh, how many miles do you make? Or how much money do you make per mile? They look at the whole company. They look at what it, how it is for your work and your home life balancing. In other words, you know, your home time and do they, do they keep you out too long and so forth. You, you know, and that's actually fair because obviously... You know, some drivers just base, you know, is a company good based on what they're making? And and which is usually one of the big things, obviously, with any driver. But, you know, you got to look at also everything, benefits, mm-hmm. retirement, equipment, running areas, just the entire package. So, yes, let's get right down to yeah, it. Yeah, a company's not just that. There's too much more involved in it. So this kind of covers all of that so that... You know, it's just a little scoring that they do, but it covers everything to deal with the company so that they can get a good breakdown on 
the different stuff. Cool. So there were a list of ones that we qualified from last year, which I'll get you them. But for the top 20 best fleets for 2024 to work for, number one, well, it doesn't actually go one through 20, but this is the first one they put on the list. So it's not, this isn't like, this is one's better than the other. This is just the top 20 in no particular order. Is that what yes. you're saying? Okay. I just want to make sure. Cause like if you say number one, unfairly, everybody's going to be thinking, Oh, they're the yeah. number one. That's why I tried to correct it there. But yeah, exactly. Like Troy said, it's, it's not that they're number one. It's no particular order. This is just the first name on the list. Yes. Yeah, so whatever trucking company has the number one beside it, we hate to burst your bubble. You're not number one. You just have the one beside you. It's not even a one. It's a bullet. Oh, it's a bullet. It's a bullet. It's the first one. So don't <laughs> first even. One and a bullet. Why don't we say not number one? Just the first bullet. Okay. There you go. Cool. The first bullet <laughs> goes to American Central Transport out of Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, I know who they are. Sure. Mm -hmm. So now American Central Transport out of Kansas City, Missouri. They've been around a while. Are they a reefer carrier? Doesn't it say? It doesn't tell me what divisions they they drive. Does it show you comments or anything like that about mm -mm. it? It just gives you this is the mm -hmm. actual companies. Okay, so there is the first company. All right, second company, Brenny Specialized Inc. out of St. Joseph, Minnesota. Brenny. Brenny. B R E N N Y. Brenny Specialized what? Incorporated. Inco Does it tell you the size of these carriers? No. Interesting. I've never heard of Brenny myself, but that doesn't mean that they're not, you know what I mean, a good size carrier. The uh, interesting thing is um, I've never actually heard the name before. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of looking them up. B-R-E-N-N-Y. Y. Um, I'm just curious how many trucks they have. Uh, but a bum, bum, bum. And Brenny, believe it or not, is... And they're out of St. Joseph's, Minnesota, correct? Yes. St. Joseph, Minnesota. Yeah, they must have like a lot of owner-operators or something because under DOT page, it shows one truck, which you I just clearly said they have to have a minimum of, of uh, 10 trucks to be voted in. So it must be a different type of an operation. Yeah. Okay, move on. Who's next? Next company is Cat, C-A-T, Inc., out of Quebec. So they're out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Um, I don't have a French accent, so I can't actually pronounce the city that that's, that company was in, so... Oui, oui. It was, no, it was Cateau de Lac, Quebec. So Ooh. I don't... I can't pronounce that stuff. I'm not going to trash talk. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at them near Cateau. <laughs> okay, but they have 402 trucks. Interesting. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, and like you said, this also gives, they also probably have a good DOT rating. Mm -hmm. And this is driver vote-ins. These And you know, drivers that are listening in right now, we would love it if you guys would write in and say, hey, um, here's another great company. We'll, we'll plug them for you. And, or, hey, we don't agree with that other company. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else you got, Ruthann? Next one is Challenger Motor Freight Incorporated out of Cambridge, Ontario. Challenger, huh? That's mm -hmm. interesting. Do you remember the big Challenger? Challenger Motor Freight, you said? Yes. You know, Challenger, there was a big company in the United States called Challenger. 
years ago and they shut the doors while drivers were out on the road. It was a terrible thing. Hmm. Oh yeah. I remember that person personally. Um, but obviously this is not even related to that company at all. And every time I think of that though, I, I, I do 860 trucks, the challenger in Canada has. So obviously everybody has noticed these write in vote ins that these drivers have done to elect these companies as top companies to work for are not just the United States company. So right. which leads me to ask the next question because I over the years have met a lot of Canadian drivers that cannot get jobs with United States companies. And I'm wondering if it's vice versa. Does 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 Canadian companies hire in the United States? I know that there's a couple really nice Canadian companies that have terminals in the United States. Obviously they're hiring that way, but does somebody that's exclusively in Canada have you know American workers and are there how many United States carriers that are exclusively in the United States have Canadian truckers. I think personally they should intermingle, you know? I think there are some that do. Yeah. If you live close enough to the borders, um, the, I believe there are companies that will uh, hire, you know, from the U.S. and from Canada if you are, you know, close enough within the in, within the border range so that they're not going... Out of the, you know, I think a lot has to do with the taxes and so forth, too. You know, I would love, uh, again, you know, we know drivers write in. Uh, I, I would love to hear from some of you drivers that might be U.S. citizens working for a Canadian company or maybe a Canadian citizen. In fact, like Ben, you know, Ben always writes in. He just, by the way, just got another job with a Canadian company, and he's going to be running all 48 states, including Canada. And he said he's going to try to get down here to Florida. And I think he's trying to get to the uh, Louisville Truck Show. Oh, that would be cool. Yep. So, Ben, hey, if you're listening, write in. We'll get you them VIP tickets for the Louisville Truck Show this year. Um, but, yeah, go ahead, Ruthanne. Who's next? Next would be Chief Carriers Incorporated out of Grand Island, Nebraska. Yeah, heard a lot of good things about Chief. I think they're a flatbed carrier. And uh, congratulations to Chief. Next one is Continental Express Incorporated out of Sydney, Ohio. Congratulations, Continental, for making the top 20. Crawford Trucking Incorporated out of Des Moines, Iowa. Congrats to Crawford. Um, keep going, Ruth. What else we got? Decker Truck Line out of Fort Dodge, Iowa. Okay, say, say that one more time. Decker Truck Line out of Fort Dodge. Yep, everybody knows who Decker mm -hmm. is. You know, Decker's got a decent reputation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're on the list. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, <laughs> con yeah. Congrats to Decker. If you made the list, you know, and you know, there's always going to be that one or two drivers that says, "Oh, da, 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 you know," but they're all going to be there. They uh, can't make everyone happy. You can't make everybody happy, but apparently, they made enough ha people happy to be voted onto the top twenty. Yeah. So go ahead, Ruthann. Next one is. ERB Transport at a New Hamburg, Ontario. I don't know if that's just initials or if it's a actual word. ERB Transport. Well, mm -hmm. congratulations to you, you Canadian trucker company, you. <laughs> Fortigo Freight Service. Wait, wait. What is what was it called? Fortigo, F-O-R-T-I-G-O. Fortigo Freight Service out of Ontario. Yeah. And then... Congrats, Fortigo. The next one is Fremont Contract Carriers out of Fremont, Nebraska. Yeah, I got to go back to Fortigo. That's an <laughs> odd name. It Fortigo? is odd. 
But it's it's also the town or the state in Ontario is yeah. Ito Edo Bio Bio Edo Bicoke. You know it's E T O B I C O K K E. Well, you know, we shouldn't and I'm, we're not complaining about the funny names because you know, the French names, but because obviously, you know, when you come to Florida like three quarters of Florida towns are like Indian towns and there's most people can't pronounce even where we're at. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, look, for, look, for example, Ishtatukni, mm-hmm. you know, you know, just all kind of crazy names down here. It so. took me a while to be able to write the, the name of our electric company with Lacucci. Yeah. With Lacucci, <laughs> you know? So yes, move on. Let's see who else. Congrats yeah. everybody so far. The next one is K and J trucking Inc. at a soy Sooks falls. Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Sooks. 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 Sooks Falls. Right. Well, I was going to say Suey, but <laughs> I started going Suey. Yeah. I'm still actually amazed that you said Sooks Falls. <laughs> it's usually me that does that. Okay. South Dakota. So K and J out of Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Congratulations to K and J. The next one is Kriska Holdings Limited out of Prescott, Ontario. Kriska out of Ontario, congrats to you for making the top 20. Voted by drivers. Next one is Leonard's Express out of Farmington, New York. Congrats to Leonard's Leonard's out of Farmington, huh? Mm-hmm. Good for Leonard's. I, I don't, I'm trying to think. I, that, that name sounds familiar, but go ahead. Who's next? Next is um, Nick Strimbu. Strimbu. S-T-R-I-M-B-U. Nick Strimbu. Out of Brookfield, Ohio. Out of Ohio, congratulations, Nick. Keep up the good work. Drivers are loving you. PGT, PGT Trucking. Out of at, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah. Congrats to PGT. They've been around a long time. Um, Thomas E. Keller Trucking out of Defiance, Ohio. Go Thomas, man. C- congrats to Thomas. Boy, Ohio's got a couple of them in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, TLD Logistics Services in Knoxville. Good job, TLD. Good job. Keep up the good work. Transland out of Stratford, Stratford, Missouri. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congrats. 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 <laughs> Congrats to Transland. Never heard of them, but good job. The last one in the top 20 is Wellington Group of Companies out of Oberfoyle, Ontario. Good job, Wellington. Very good. Congratulations to all you trucking companies that have made the top 20. Awesome. Very good. And keep up the good work. You want to make that list every year? Make these drivers love you. I love that, Ruth. And I love a company that has drivers that most likely have longevity there. You know what I mean? Like some drivers that have been there 20, 30, 40 years, been working for them for a long time and would never leave because they're taken care of. I love that. Yeah. You got some honorable mentions? I do. I also have the Hall of Fame. So once you get in the top 20, if you actually stay within it, the Hall of Fame um, takes it over the last 10 years. So if you are requal- you, you requalify for that for a specific amount of time, I think it's seven consecutive years, you end up going into the Hall of Fame. So they have um, some Hall of Fame ones here, which is Bison Transport out of Winnipeg. I know who Bison is. Congratulations. Now, Bison's another company that has terminals here in the United States. They have one, I think, in Georgia. That mm-hmm. is exactly what I was getting at earlier. So they're not an exclusive uh, one-country uh, trucking company. Boyle Transport out of Mass. Good job, Boyle. 
Central Oregon Trucking Company. Very good. I've heard of them. Good job, Central Oregon. FTC Transportation out of Oklahoma. Congratulations, FTC. Garner Trucking, Inc. out of Finley, Ohio. Whoop, whoop. For Garner. Keep going, brother. Grand Island Express out of Grand Island, Nebraska. Heard of, heard a lot about them over the years. Grand Island Express. Congrats. Halver Lines out of Superior, Wisconsin. Congrats. N- Nussbaum Transportation. New, is it Nussbaum or Nussbaum? Yeah, I've heard yeah. a lot about them. They are supposed to be a good company. Yes. And Yep. And then Prime. Prime. Yep. Prime. Go Prime. And Trans Transpro Freight out of Ontario. Well, congratulations, Transpro. Congratulations to every one of you trucking companies that's really trying to make it right for drivers. Because obviously, Ruth Ann, without the drivers, these companies are nothing. And some, a, a lot of companies take that to heart. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. Ruth Ann? A lot of them are, are in it for just the profit. And I get it. We're all in business because we want to make a dollar. But... I, I really believe, Ruth Ann, the ones that are really have the heart, their heart in it, you know what I mean? They're making it right for their drivers. They're really taking it serious and listening to driver concerns and trying to improve all the time as an all-around company. I'm going to tell you something. To me, two thumbs up to every one of those companies that does that versus the ones that really are just in it to, you know, make a dollar and they don't give a flying rat's ass about a driver. And there are quite a bit out there that don't, but congrats to all these that really do. Right. Well, the last that I have is the last five. And these are the honorable mentions that you talked about. Honorable mentions. Right. Here we go. So you have, um, it, it, I can't even pronounce this one. You just spell it. I P P O L I T O. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to that spelling. And it's in Burlington, Ip- Ontario. Ipolopo or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And they're and out of where? Burlington, Ontario. Oh, congratulations. Magnum Companies out of Fargo. Nice. Very good, Magnum. Very good job. Mill Creek Motor out of Ontario. Keep it going, Mill Creek. Pen- Peninsula Truck Lines out of uh, Washington. Whoop, whoop for Peninsula. Last but not least is Stokes Trucking out of Utah. Well, Stokes, big congratulations. Last but not least, never the least, um, and just to remind everybody, that was in no particular order. These are just a huge list of trucking companies that drivers really like to work for. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to every single one. Ruthanne, do you have anything else on that? No, that was my list. That was my thing that I read, and that back was- to you. Back to you. <laughs> she even put her finger up. She said, back to you, Chuck. <laughs> Now back to you, Chuck. Uh, um, yeah, awesome. Thank you, Ruthann. That was too awesome of a list, and I'm really happy that we were able to, you know, every now and then we got good news on this podcast. We're not always about the gloom and doom. Okay, now back to the bloom. Blo- 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 <laughs> There's a blooper. Okay, now, um, just a couple things I wanted to touch on. Boom. Okay, so in the news about a year ago, we reported about a trucker that needed a locksmith to get into his truck. And I remember you being upset because it's like he, the the locksmith comes out and then he gets him in his truck. He refuses to pay the locksmith instead, runs him over, kills him Mm -hmm. and then literally takes off. Well, he pleaded guilty this week. His name was Eric Majaya, M E J I A. He's 32. He pleaded guilty to two charges in the death of locksmith Guillermo Duran Majaya, which is a little, you know, at first I thought, wow, I wonder if they're related. But, 
you had pointed out that Duran is on the hyphen, so it sounds like two separate people's families. But anyways, he reportedly said he was trying to get away. He swerved to avoid a tree. He knew he hit the vehicle, but he didn't think he hit the tow truck driver. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he ended up killing him, and now his sentencing is set for... I think like next month or something like April. that. April is it April? Okay, so you read it then. So yeah, his his uh, sentencing is for April. Vehicular homicide is. I'm guessing, which I, you know, it wasn't long ago there was a vehicular homicide here in in the United States or in the United, in in Florida. A a guy wrecked DUI and ended up killing his best friend. If you remember that. Yeah, it was down south. Yeah, I think it was actually like Lakeland area or something. Um, I thought St. Pete, Clearwater. Well, yeah, somewhere down there. But mm-hmm. he uh, he got 15 years out of it. So, you know, some people may agree with that kind of a, of a sentence. Some people may not, you know. Um, but I don't know that he's going to do life out of it but obviously definitely you know people panic you know what's really weird to be honest with you what the hell would you it it said that they got into an argument and the one guy just tore up money well that was that was the uh that wasn't the victim so who's to say that that actually happened i mean i don't want to say a guy's a liar but you know he did run over someone so i don't know i know that they he had assault charges against him too that they end up dropping Hmm. So okay. uh, I think there might have, because there's like, um, I think there is video evidence of some of it, and that's why he, he wasn't able to prove some. So Interesting. So I will be curious to see if, you know, what his sentence is. So moving on. Moving on. Just a couple little things I wanted to mention. Another thing, just take a minute. Um, there was a new regulation proposal for CDL test holders. Right. And here's what it says. It says agency's proposal also relaxes test test standards to help carriers that use team drivers. So the the motive is all about companies. And it's like these trucking companies that are really big. Again, I don't know which ones were able to get, you know, the FMCSA to start making it easier to get your CDL. It says the the rule mode. Rulemaking proposes easing current CDL testing regulations by, this one's the one that I kind of don't agree with, allowing commercial learners permit, the CLP, this is somebody who just has the permit, holders that have passed their skills test to operate a truck without having a CDL holder in the passenger seat. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So what they're wanting to do is they're wanting they're wanting, and this is strictly for the big companies, okay? You know, the big companies that have money, the big companies that, you know what I mean? But get, they still need to have a, a CDL holder in the car no, or no, in the tractor for no, a little no, bit. No, he says in the seat. So what they're saying is they they feel that a trainer... Can be in the bunk? Can be sleeping while uh. the student is driving and obviously that's why 
the big trucking companies want that so they can obviously run them as a team. Yeah, but they should ask the person that's actually doing the training. Get their opinions. They're the ones that are putting their life in someone else's hands. And I can tell you, most of them are going to say, I ain't laying in the bunk while you're driving. Not until you get some experience under your belt. I know if I was a trainer, you know, you know, I could never be a trainer. No, he jumps out the bunk and he flashes through the, the, the curtain and he goes, is everything okay? Yeah. When you were driving, if, if there was even a bump in the road, I, I cannot sleep while somebody else is driving me with 80,000 pounds. I just couldn't do it. So if I was a trainer for a big company and they said, well, we're going to, you go ahead and hop in the bunk while trucker one or student one is driving today. I'd be like, uh, no. That's not, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. I, again, I couldn't even take a student that, not that I have anything against students because we were all a student at one time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I see drivers whining about, you know, young truckers and new truckers and all this other stuff. But a lot of them forget that we were all a truck driver in the making ourselves whether, and you know, some might think they had better training and all this other garbage, but bottom line is, you know, I mean, old school truckers, a lot of those old school truckers didn't have crap for, they never even had a trainer. Right. They were given a set of keys and said, go deliver, make mm -hmm. it happen. And they did. Right. You know, a lot of these old timer, old time truckers, they knew how to get it done. So, you know, what's the difference? In fact, we have better trucks than we did 40 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, better braking systems, better everything. Air ride seats. Exactly. Hey, just everything's better. You know what I mean? So therefore the trucks are deemed safer. Um, but I still have a little issue myself of me sitting beside a trainee or sleeping while he's driving. It just wouldn't happen for me. No, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it either. So anyways, you know, we'll see. That's that's their proposal, you know, and we'll see if it actually flies through and they actually get it done to where that does happen or not. So Moving on. Moving on. You know, the, just one other thing I just wanted to mention. I read this the other day, and I wanted to mention it on the last podcast I didn't get to. Um, teen, the teen trucking program. Did I mention that before? Mm -mm. Okay. So the teen trucking program started in 22. And it's a three-year test pilot is what it is. And so here we are in 24. And listen to this. It says, an effort to recruit teenagers for long-haul trucking jobs has had a slow start with only 36 young adults signing up for the program that was expected to serve thousands. Mm -hmm. Then it says, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration said that it, is, it expected up to 1,000 companies to participate in the pilot, which would test whether young drivers could be safe enough on the road Studies generally show that younger drivers are much likelier to be involved in crashes. So we know that young people, <clears throat> excuse me, have accidents more than experienced drivers, okay? Um, it says, since the apprenticeship program launched in July of 2022, however, only 112 motor carriers have even applied. So instead of thousands of trucking companies Signing up, only 122 trucking companies said, hey, we, we'll take them young drivers. And out of all the teenagers, 
which is amazing to me because they got all these programs in high schools now starting, which maybe that's why they're not signing up because they're already, you know, going through school. You gave me a weird look. Um, But it says, um, according to data from the SNAP, out of that, only 34 have been approved. So 112 carriers signed up for it. 34 were approved. It says another 36 are pre-qualified, meaning they could participate soon. So far, just 13 drivers have graduated. The program only is only supposed to last for three years. So, wow. Talk about the lack of interest in young people. Don't even, you know, not even to sit here and argue the point should 18 and 19 year old kids be able to drive a track trail? Shoot, I was driving in the state of Pennsylvania at, at 17. I had my permit, okay? At 18, you know, I was rolling with my grandfather. And what's funny is um, it's kind of odd that this program has only attracted, you almost have to ask, are they really pushing this program out there? Are they really seeing that this program? Because over the years, we've gotten just emails from young kids saying, hey, I really look forward to, you know, being a truck driver someday, blah, 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 you know. And so I just find it weird that such a small handful. Well, the schools that you're talking about, mm-hmm. they're not, they're, there's not enough of them yet. The, the trucking industry, the, the next gen, I think is what you're speaking of, the, that's offering the training for truck driving in the high schools. We should point out that you're talking about something totally separate than this FMCSA program. Right, right. No, it is. They are completely separate. But you had mentioned about how there's so many in the, in the school that are doing this training. I don't think there's enough. I mean, there's a lot, but I think that might be why there, you were saying about maybe there'd be more, but that might be why they, they, there's not enough of those, the next gen training facilities in the schools. But the schools have nothing to do with this FMCSA Mm -mm. program that we just read about. And so I just want to clearly point out for the viewers that it's, you know, I don't know if the FMCSA has any kind of an advertising program out there. I don't know if they're advertising maybe in, in um, like trade schools, you know, like um, the Job Corps, stuff like that. Right. Where where are they actually advertising this in order to get it out to young people? Mm-hmm. Maybe unemployment offices are offering this. I don't know. All I know is that for such a small turnout, it almost, to me, I don't buy into that. It almost sounds, it, to me, every day I look at the way the industry is going, it almost looks like the the upper uppers are pushing for autonomous driverless trucks. It's almost like they want to mm-hmm. go, whoop, there's no interest, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like they're trying to make a biased polling here to show that young people are not interested when I believe they are interested more than these people are letting on. Oh, I think so, too. I think I think some of it may be that, you know, they have to follow some strict circumstances and maybe they were a little stupid and got a speeding ticket when they were 16 and now they're 18 trying to go into this program. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Cause I don't know what criteria you have to get through, but I mean, I'm just, you're looking at me like, I'm like, what are you talking about? But I'm just thinking of like a boy, you know, all boys get tickets when they're younger. Yeah. But they, remember it said they, this is how many applied for the program. It was like very little. So whether, you know, I'm just, all I'm saying is you would think way more people would apply for this program and 
Why aren't they seeing those numbers? Like you said, maybe they're not advertising it in areas where it could be seen by these these this generate that generation of kids. I, I, I really believe that's what it is. I really do. I mean, it's just it's just that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if you really got this program out there to 18, 19 year old young men and young ladies even and that and and put out there, hey, you can be a, a, a truck driver and make a good living. I don't believe that you would only have a, a hundred and some saying, I want in. Maybe um, when we're up at Louisville, mm-hmm. we can walk over to the FMCSA booth and ask them. You know, I, I'll tell you what, I'll do one better. How about we go ahead and help promote the program? I'll put a I'll put a barcode at the Louisville Truck Show for young people to sign up. And, you know, just to see if the numbers all of a sudden start picking up because I just don't believe that those numbers just don't sound right. They're, I think they're trying, just trying to make it sound like young highly people. Highly suspect. It is highly suspect <laughs> because I don't think out of, you know, 350 million Americans, which I don't know how many are under 21, which are quite a bit, that you would only get 100 and some or 200 and some people interested. It should be thousands of, of, of young people signing up for it. It, listen, trucking ain't that unappealing, okay? We've got generations of generations that lived for trucking, okay? There is no way that it's that unappealing to the young generation. I, I'll, I'll take a crap in Walmart's lobby if, if that's true. Ew. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. That's my podcast for the week. That was gross. Yeah. Well, I can't picture well, you. But. I'm just telling you that's how much I believe that the numbers are BS. Moving on. What do you got Moving for on. us? Um, word of the day by Word Genius. All right. Word Genius. So, do you remember what last year, last week's word was? I've got to be able to admit it. It was something that, <laughs> that no, it was something that um, you were able to say he's, um, okay, what was it? I don't remember. No, I just was it, asking you. No, but it was a word that you said, okay, we can we can say this is what type of person this is, and it was that word. But anyways, what do you got this week? Nasus. Nasus? Nasus. N-I-S-U-S. Again. Nasus. Okay. Um, I think of shampoo when I hear that name. Nexus? <laughs> Not like, Nexum. <laughs> Nexus. Nexum, whatever. It's a mental or physical effort to attain a special goal, an impulse or a tendency. He put a lot of Nexus into completing his final project a week before the due date. My Nexus is to skip my Monday morning workout, but I always feel better when I do it. You know, I tell you what, you've been bringing the word for a long time. I bet you we got a very smart trucker audience. You know that? Because I know they're remembering every word, even though I can't remember last week's word. I think that they might be remembering most yeah. of the words. I do. I believe And, it. you know, like, if not, they go back and they figure it out and go, okay, you know what? I really think it might be... You know, something I could use so they they listen to the podcast again to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, everybody, we need you to write in and tell us 
how many of these word of the day by word genius words you remember? Last week was juvenilla. Yes. And what did it mean? It was a works produced by an author or artist while still young. Interesting. So, you know, maybe we'll start kind of going over some of those words. That would be pretty cool. But anyways, Ruthann, I think we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.